Hello there, and welcome. You're about to enter Rad Bandalars. Hysterocitor. Episode 3. Why are recycling bins red, white, and blue? The story behind these red, white, and blue recycle bins is uh, quite amazing, and it just might shock you. Believe it or not, these bins have their genesis during the French Revolution. It was a time when flag-waving, bare-breasted women fought alongside pistol-wielding newsboys and fancy men who never went to war in anything less than their Sunday best. It was a pretty bad time all around. Most people didn't have much of anything to eat or even anything to wear. I mean, they were going into battle half-naked and everything. So a lot of folks were wondering, you know, well, I have some stuff. Uh, how do I get it to the people who don't have some stuff? How do I spread the wealth? Well, it was thanks to this dude named Maximilian Robespierre, or Robespierre, I don't really know. Anyways, he founded the Committee for Public Safety. And if you know anything about these things, whatever they say they're for, uh, they're actually really against. The modern American equivalents would probably be uh, people for a better tomorrow, centers for tax progress. You get the idea. Whatever they say they're for, they actually have the opposite effect. And the Committee for Public Safety was no exception. So old Max here said, hey, if you got extra stuff, put it in these baskets outside your house. He had some extra bread, put it in a bread basket outside your house. If you had some uh, leftover wine, uh, that goes into another type of basket. And if you had some paper that could be burned for warmth or you know, worn for shoes or make a fancy hat, you could put those in yet another basket. And the board would come by and rummage through it and be like, all right, whatever, you got crap. You got crap, sir. And then they'd go on their merry way. The, uh, the program wasn't mandatory, but it was highly encouraged because you see old, uh, old Maxie there, in addition to being the head of the Committee for Public Safety, was also in charge of the beheading program. Now this beheading program started out as a way to quickly and efficiently dispatch of royals uh, in the wake of the revolution. You know, there, there was a lot of royals around. Chopping someone's head off with a sword is really time consuming. It dulls the weapon. People's arms get tired. You know, say, yeah, I've been lopping heads off all day. I can't just take it anymore. So uh, this dude, presumably named Guillotine, then a little gadget that comes down, head comes off, next one in, boom. I mean, really, heads were flying off left and right. It, it got out of hand like these things always do. You know, it starts off with, oh, we're just going to execute the royal family. And then it's like, well, we'll execute the royal family's servants. Uh, then we'll get the advisors. And all oh, here's these priests over here that are helping them out. And so these things uh, generally expand until essentially everyone's getting beheaded for just about any reason at all. So, you, you know, you're probably wondering yourself, how did this make it to America? It was Thomas Jefferson and his complete disregard for the Constitution. Yeah, one of the greatest land deals of all time, the Louisiana Purchase. Basically, the middle third of our country was purchased single-handedly by Thomas Jefferson for three cents an acre. Three cents an acre. And what's funny is Congress, you know, there may have been some rumblings of it like, hey, you know, I don't think you should be unilaterally purchasing, you know, half the continent here on your own whim. At the end of the day, they're Americans. You know, it's like, it's against the Constitution, but it's a good deal. You probably wonder, how did we get this uh, land for such a low price? You know, well, I mean, we had been swindling an Indian's God for years. You know, I was like, here, take these useless beads and give us your most valuable land. 
it was something that we've been doing forever. We always stepped it up a notch, like Americans are always doing. So let's see if we can rip off a major European power. Napoleon came along, wanted to conquer Europe, but had this huge uh, chunk of land that he had to defend and didn't really want to deal with. And we didn't even have to haggle for it. It's not like Thomas Jefferson, you know, was sitting there going, uh, you know what, I don't know too much about these uh, kind of uh, deals, so let me call a buddy I know who knows something about land. And then like some guy would come in and be like, oh yeah, it's uh, prime farmland, a lot of arable acreage there, and control of a strategic waterway. I'd, I'd value this at about $100 an acre. Tom Jefferson's asking Napoleon, well, how much do you want for it? Napoleon's like, uh, $100 an acre? Tom's like, you know, I'll give you three cents an acre for it. And Napoleon's like, ah, and then Tom Stern's like, hey man, it's gonna sit on my shelf for like ever. And it's not like I have too many people coming in looking to purchase Louisiana. So that's kind of how the whole deal went down. We, uh, we bought this middle section of our country and along with it came New Orleans. And this is where we intersect with the, uh, this obscure Parisian practice of setting baskets out. It was thanks to a French dandy named Jacques Leroux who started Republic Services uh, as a fish packaging company in 1846 but then he lost all his money in the Great Herring Day Massacre and uh, had to hightail it out to California to look for more riches, where he started up a, uh, another company called Republic Services in 1849, before he then lost all his money in a really bad mule investment. So broke, penniless, disgraced, he went where every other loser goes. He went to Nevada and started up the third Republic Services to help pick up and clean up trash left by the other losers in the area, and the rest is history. Oh, and the reason for the colors of those bins? The blue, white, and red of the French tricolor. You've been stacking them wrong the whole time. That's it for this episode. Please walk, don't run, as you exit. Rad Bandelars. Hysterocitor.